0: Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple moments and relax, and just sort of settle back into focusing on... The Lord, on what He's doing in your in your life, becoming sensitive to His presence right with you right now, even as you are become more aware of your breathing and your your thoughts and being relaxed, those are all one way to to begin just relaxing and resting in him is to bring our physical being into a state of relaxation. And we'll deal with some specific techniques as we go along. One of the things we're always looking at is our union between spirit, soul, and body. And the more our spirit, soul, and body are united, the greater we will experience rest and peace and confidence. That doesn't mean we're not active and proactive and doing new things and in, and starting new things and being even aggressive. It's just we're not doing it out of the strength of our soul. We're doing it as part of being a spirit being, living and moving and having our being in him. We can be calmly aggressive and restfully active What it feels like and, and sounds like and looks like to be, live as a spirit being is really hard to describe. It's really hard to grasp. It's like describing a, a specific flavor to someone who's never experienced, like butter pecan ice cream. If you've never tasted it before, it's really hard to describe it. Chocolate. It's really hard to describe it. And it's better to just taste. Taste and see. We taste and see that the Lord is good. We experience him first. And then he shows us this is how this works. So that's one of the reasons we're approaching our study with being practical. We want to have have experiences and then let the Lord teach us. And usually that's the way it happens. We have an experience that we need to talk to him about. And then we go to him and he explains this is what happened, this is how it happens. Now, it's really helpful when we start asking him for supernatural manifestations, supernatural experiences, because one of the things that that does is we acknowledge that we have given him permission to give us these experiences. It also increases our perception,
1: our awareness,
0: our anticipation, we are more likely to accept that an experience we have is from the Lord. It's a supernatural a revealing of what's going on in the supernatural realm. Now, again, odds are that you already have supernatural experiences going on around you right now your soul is just not aware of them so we're increasing our awareness this doesn't make anyone more spiritual because as we talked about last week there's only two kinds of spiritual spirituality or spirit being those that are dead in their spirit, and those that are alive in their spirit. We don't mature spiritually. We're either alive or dead in our spirit. So what changes is what's going on in our soul. And our soul functions in the supernatural realm, above the natural, below the spirit. And we have supernatural senses. And a lot of people have come up with different descriptions, which is fine. It doesn't, there's no, it's now we're in a contest, and God never rejects us because we, don't, we aren't using the right terms or approach. However we get to him, understanding that we need to be born again through Christ in order to have a new spirit being, How we get to a relationship where we're becoming one and becoming dependent on him, that's up to him. And over time and culture and history, I think we would all be amazed at how the interpretation of God's instructions to us changes from time to time, age to age, culture to culture. What is consistent is our dependence on God, his grace that God gives himself unconditionally to those who accept whatever he wants to give unconditionally and just say thanks that we're appreciative and and grateful. That's his nature. And when we start to respond with our new spirit nature that starts to come through our soul, that's when he's making changes. He's always making changes that we are not aware of. But when we start seeing changes in us, that's when we can say, okay, we're, we're on the right track. we This is what's really important to God. Is us. Is you. You are what's important to God. Not what you can do for Him. Not that He can glorify or honor. Get honor. He's not somewhere on you know on some throne room where you know throne concerned that nobody's honoring Him. Nobody's glorifying Him. glorifies himself he honors himself and your spirit is already always giving him all the honor and glory you, you possibly could so you're done as far as your relationship with god you're done there's nothing more you need to achieve or accomplish our soul is the issue So we've talked previous weeks about going ahead and asking the Lord for supernatural experiences. It doesn't have to be that complicated. Now, in general, we've been talking about two broad categories. And I want to make sure that it's very clear. These are just descriptions of what's already going on in the supernatural realm that you and I use to describe what's already going on. It doesn't mean we're it's it's not like okay, that's you know when we when we ask for a specific sign there's no nothing in the universe that says okay well now here's here's the here's the category here's the bucket of signs that we're gonna give for this person who's asked for a sign no God does what he wants we are using terms to communicate with one another that have a common meaning they're not exclusive they're not inclusive they're not limiting or even in some senses description descriptive you can call it whatever you want we we started out talking about miracle signs and wonders those are just words Then we're now going to be talking about dreams, visions, and trances. Those are just words to describe things that are already happening or that we're asking to have happen. Now one way to look at these two groups of words or experiences, one thing that does distinguish between these two, and again it's just in general, so is not, you know, oh wait a minute, here is here's an example where that isn't true. That's not the point. But we can look at miracles, signs and wonders as something that happens outside of ourselves. Something that we can perceive outside of ourselves. And generally speaking, and this is just for our own reference, dreams, visions and trances are things that we perceive from within ourselves inside of ourselves we dream within ourselves we have visions within ourselves we experience trances within ourselves now i don't care if some experience you have if you would call them call it a vision and somebody else would call it a trance and somebody else calls it a dream i don't care god doesn't care doesn't matter they're all just terms that describe something We don't want to be distracted by the knocking. When God comes knocking on our door, don't get distracted by the knock. Simply respond to the knock and open the door. Lord, is that you? What's up? Come on in. Let's talk. And all these supernatural experiences are, are God basically getting our attention and the more we give him our attention and make an opportunity for him to draw our attention he does that through not only our natural senses but our solical experiences come through our supernatural experiences through our through our solical senses so as we ask him for miracle signs and wonders and dreams and visions and trances, and things we'll get into later. We are asking him to sharpen our solical senses. Now, how do we know he wants to do that? Well, first, we can be confident that he does because he gave us those senses to begin with. They are part of your soul. You don't have to ask for the ability to. For dreams, you don't need to ask for the ability to have dreams or visions or trances or miracles or signs or wonders. Those are part of the supernatural realm where your soul resides. They're, it's there. It's like you don't have to ask God for air. It exists already, and we partake in it. So these, these supernatural expen, experiences exist already in your reality what we're asking for is we want to be able to perceive and experience again what's already going on so these miracle signs and wonders are outside of ourselves the dreams visions and trances are perceived inside of ourselves and perception is a is a weird word it's it's in between the very often seems like it's between the natural and the supernatural but your perception is just another word we use for an awareness of what god is doing we perceive something we experience something we can perceive through we hear something we feel something we sense something they are all just words you can use whatever words you want we're just going to use some words that make sense have make sense to me and have made sense to me. and I may change them. But what we're looking at is using the words so we can have common frame of reference so we can learn to to know God together. So if you've learned these things in a different approach, that's great. Just don't be distracted by the teaching, by the words, or by the perceptions or the experience. It's great to be excited by them and, you know, sometimes overwhelmed and and want to know what do I do with this, what does this mean? A lot of times these experiences aren't going to mean that much. Because all God wants us to do is experience the supernatural. Give us a sense of comfort. Okay, this is just as your physical experience doesn't mean that much. It's just this is where your your body is. In the supernatural realm, we will eventually, hopefully, in our lifetimes, in our lifetime will experience the supernatural where, well, this is just where our soul exists. That it should not be a mark of, it should not be a rarity for a spirit Christian, a spirit being to be experiencing miracles, signs, and wonders, dreams, visions, and trances, overcoming the enemy, You know, the full range of the gifts, the full range of the fruit, these should not be rare. When Jesus came, he showed us this is how you do it, is you spend time with God. You are one with the Father. He gave us the lesson plans. And it was not about, okay, this is, this is, how to pray this is how to give this is how to to overcome demons no the pattern that he left us with is about relationship relationship with his father it is his father who taught him these things he learned obedience he learned patience he learned how to overcome his enemies he learned everything he needed to learn by depending on his father for that training and his father proved he was reliable now there's one thing he didn't learn because he couldn't and that's how to overcome the downfall of our soul because his soul was perfect his his soul was always connected to his spirit so his soul was never left on its own to make its own way in this world. Our soul, on the other hand, has been on its own. Before we became Christians, we were on our own to meet our own needs. Jesus already had his needs met through his relationship with his Father. You and I didn't have that. So this is the area where we struggle the most. And it's through this struggle we gain a greater dependence than we would if it was automatic. And we can look back at the experience of Adam and Eve, who besides Jesus, they had all their needs met because they had that relationship with God. They were lacking nothing but that also left them without the appreciation of God about without the gratitude of knowing him without appreciating who he is without valuing him and apparently that's something God really values is our valuing him appreciating being grateful for knowing that he gives himself unconditionally and all we need to do is say thank you and it's not about asking for the right thing or being in the right place at the right time or having been somehow oh perfect you know our behavior measures up none of that it's because he loves us it's because of his character not ours but through that process he's working on our soul he's bringing our soul into alignment with him he's bringing our soul into alignment with spirit with our spirit so we've asked him for miracle signs and wonders outside of ourselves and if you want to set aside some time coming we're you know approaching holidays for instance set aside you know a couple times or ask the lord some specific time periods to ask him for miracle signs and wonders, or if there's, if you're sitting waiting with him, contemplating these options, and he, he brings your attention to more about one thing or another. Odds are, just asking him, Lord, make me aware. Don't let me miss you. And even say, Lord, you know, if you want to wake me up in the middle of the night, I'm fine for that. Now make sure that one of the things that we have have a tendency to do is we ask and then we don't follow through. Our life is just as cluttered. Our thought life is just as cluttered. Even though we ask him to make himself known, we are so busy running our own life that when he's knocking, we don't hear it. We don't perceive We see something out of the corner of our eye and we look away. We don't want to be bothered with what he has for us. This is part of the process. If that's happened to you, odds are it has happened to you. If it hasn't, it will. No big deal. There's no guilt here. We just say, okay, next time. Lord, don't let me miss you. He is the one changing your soul. He is the one who has taken it it. On himself, the responsibility for bringing you into oneness, spirit, soul, and body. It's his job, not yours. What we're doing is interpreting this is what's going on. So, miracle signs and wonders. One of the things we were talking about that it's important to recognize that these manifestations that you experience, whether they're external Inside ourselves or outside ourselves or inside, they're not necessarily truthful. They're not necessarily factual or a representation of God. Again, very often they are just to get our attention. So you start dreaming about giraffes. That doesn't mean God wants you to go to Africa. You ask him, Lord, you know, I'm having all these dreams about giraffes. And he might say, well, I just wanted to let you know that since you're having them over and over again, I'm just trying to get your attention. It is me. Now, then again, he might say, well, I want, you know, there's some things I want to talk to you about, about giraffes or moving to Africa or whatever. The whole point being is that it's not about what you're dreaming or what your vision is, what your trance is, what your miracle is, what your sign is, what your wonder is. All of those are signposts that point to your relationship with God. And isn't that great? We don't have to worry about figuring anything out. We can just relax and and let whatever happens in the natural, in the supernatural, in our soul. And we can go to him and ask, Lord, what the heck is that? What does that mean? Now, he may not answer right away. And he may give you multiple answers. There may be an unfolding of answers. This is one of the reasons it is a good idea to write things down. You may, you know, tomorrow get an explanation for an experience that you had when you were a child that God all all of a sudden brings to your memory about, oh, a dream you had about flying or a dog, a dream you had about, you know, about, or that you dreamed you had a dog and the next day your parents came home with a dog, things like that. And you go, oh, okay, he has been speaking to me my whole life, and I didn't know it. Because God himself wants to encourage us. God himself is our guidance counselor. He's our teacher. He comes up with the curriculum you need. He's your coach. He's your life coach. Now, he also puts other people, places, and things in our lives, our circumstances, to accomplish what needs to be accomplished in our lives. So we can... You know where are you at? Do you keep going around the same mountain with things that no matter what, how hard you try to change something, how hard you try to you know we've talked about the three areas of uh, where we struggle, the financial, the relational relationship, and our health where if we still if we continue to have problems in one of those areas, odds are really good. It's God trying to get our attention. And what's the best solution for that? Give him your attention. When God is trying to get your attention, give it to him. It's not that hard. Lord, are you trying to get my attention? And then ask him, Lord, do I need to spend more time with you? What's going on? Is there something I can talk to you about? uh, Something that you're trying to talk to me about? Something that I need to give to you a a lie that i've been been believing a wound that needs to be healed a need that you want to meet that i've been trying to meet myself again he it may and he's not going to do the same thing over and over again he doesn't meet our needs the same way over and over again because we are a wonder the way he made us the way he made our soul. He's going to meet our needs in different ways so that our perception of him becomes, is expanded. So the more time we spend with him, the more easily we recognize his activities and the more we experience the supernatural and even we as a spirit being, we will begin to exercise authority and power over the supernatural and natural realms. So this is why we're not going to be, at this point in time, coming up with a list of signs and wonders and miracles that he has performed, rather from the scriptures or from people's experiences, even though we will be talking about those. But it's really the emphasis is on why he is doing what he's doing which it's part of his character. It's part of his love. He wants us whole. So he wants us to, just as he wants us to be aware of our physical perceptions, he wants us to also know what's going on in the solical realm, in the supernatural realm, with our solical senses. So again, our miracles, signs and wonders are perceived outside of ourselves. And dreams, visions, and trances are perceived within ourselves. So we can, we're going to look at some practical approaches to receive and interpret dreams, visions, and trances. Because, again, they're nothing scary. There's nothing, I hate, I hate to say it, but there's nothing really special about it. Because in one sense, odds are really good you're already experiencing dreams, visions, and trances. You're just not aware of them. But we also want to settle for ourselves that these are among the ways God reveals himself to us personally. Can we do that? Just, Lord, I want to experience you in whatever way you choose. I want to deal with whatever you want to deal with. I want to be healed of whatever wounds you want to heal with. And I'm going to leave those decisions in your hands. Lord, you know what is best for me. And I trust you that whatever step-by-step process we're going through is exactly what is necessary to, to heal and restore and reunite my spirit, soul, and body so that I can receive everything that you have for me. Lord, don't let me miss you. I give you permission to do whatever you need to do so that I can enjoy my time here on this earth, make, make the most of our, my time here on this earth, so that I can know you in whatever way you choose to reveal yourself. But start by asking him to make himself known even before you go to sleep, even as you wake up, even as you're reminded over lunch, for instance. Lord, I'm available. So we'll pick it up there next, this same time next week. This, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Until next week, thanks for tuning in. Good night.